Hello, this is Reverend Erechehim. I'm glad to come to you through this medium. As you listen to the word of God today, I pray that you will be impacted, your life will be transformed, and you experience God. Kingdom blessings. It's going to be a service of the communion and covenant. Some say communion and covenant. And uh, this morning, I'm going to share on understanding kingdom mysteries. I personally believe that there are things that we need to understand as Christians. And uh, in this year, one of the things that I believe God wants to help me to raise the church into is to become a church that understands kingdom mysteries and also understand the kingdom of God. The problem sometimes is that we have Christians who are in the church, but they don't understand the dynamics of the kingdom. So they stay in church and they go through stuff and they are easily swayed to go to another source of power. But I want you to understand kingdom mysteries. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So let's go to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15 to 18. So I'm speaking on understanding kingdom mysteries. Paul speaking to the Ephesian church that therefore I also after I've heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for all the saints do not cease to give thanks and mention of making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus the Father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So 17 says that, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, that the Father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. I call this spiritual intelligence. I'm talking about spiritual intelligence, not book intelligence. Not, I, I am not against read, I, I read a lot, but this is spiritual intelligence. Tell someone spiritual intelligence. That the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. And what the riches of his glory in the inheritance in the same. So Paul was praying for the Ephesian church that I have heard about your faith. I have heard about how you got born again. But now I want you to understand God beyond what you know. The problem of the, today's church is that, or church members is that, they want to understand God from their own personal understanding. You need spiritual intelligence. If you had followed me over the one week, maybe probably the last five days, I posted something on my Facebook that you need spiritual intelligence in 2022. Paul was speaking about that. That your eyes of understanding, your eyes of understanding, so every eye is there, but the eye must have understanding. So what you are observing, what you are seeing is very important. Praise the name of the Lord. So Paul writing to the, the church in, in Galatia. In, Gen in Galatians chapter 2 verse 2 and 3. Now Paul, remember that Paul was not among what they call the, 
the apostles of the twelve, the, the twelve lamp of the apostles, which was close to Jesus Christ, because those twelve guys were the closest to Jesus, so they call them the, the apostles of the Lamb. But Paul's apostleship was called by God and by Christ because of his assignment. And one of the what God used Paul to do was that then all the people he gathered around them, I'm not saying they people like Luke and all those who wrote Acts of the Apostles and all those things, but God needed to bring this guy who was zealous for the other religion and to an understanding to serve God the way he had to serve God. So Paul is a strong factor in the scriptures. And God used Paul's intelligence, Paul's philosophy, Paul's understanding of, of the word of God to explain to it. That's how can we benefit from what Paul has written. Who told you that God doesn't like intelligent people? Is somebody hearing me this morning? So in Galatians, Galatians chapter 2, verse 2 and 3, he said that, Then after 14 years, I went up to Jerusalem with Barnabas and also to Titus with me. And I went up by revelation and communicated to them the gospel which I preach among the Gentiles, but privately to those who were of reputation, least by any means am I run and had not run in vain. So Paul said, I went up by revelation. So now Paul knew his assignment as an apostle, but Paul had to understand that he needed to go up by revelation. So after he had encountered Christ, he went in there to preach to those who have repeated because he had an assignment to do and he said that I went up by revelation not by book knowledge. There are mysteries in this kingdom and in this, in this kingdom culture. There are several mysteries when you operate by it will take you a longer time to achieve it by your strength, by a shorter time when you operate by that mystery. So it's very important that you, uh, you understand and position yourself for elevation. Some of these mysteries are embedded in covenants and godly connections. They are embedded in covenants and godly connections. Is somebody hearing me this morning? One day I was then living at, I'll just tell you my backstory a bit. I just, I was living around Nungu. I was in my bathroom and I was praying. For some reason, in the bathroom you have some kind of inspiration. So as I was praying, then the Lord spoke to me. I was praying about some anointing. He said, no, now where, where it is now, you need to connect to receive that grace you are looking for. There's a place, are you listening to me, church? There's a place of prayer. There's a place of fasting. There's a place where God brings you to that connection is important. But let's, 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 let's just proceed. So now, Genesis chapter 15. And God wants to enter a covenant with, they say, God will enter a covenant with me. Genesis chapter 15, verse 9 to 11. So he said to him, bring me a three-year-old high five, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, 
a turtle dove, a young pigeon. Then he brought all these to him and cut them into pleat, them in, into two down in the middle and placed each one on the other side. But he did not cut the bears in two. And when the vultures came down on them, Abraham drove them away. So now God wanted to enter a covenant with Abraham. And the key thing you find here is that God requested for. He didn't tell Abraham to think about it. He said, this is what I want you to bring because I want, you, I want to be in covenant with you. Somebody hearing me this morning. So God is, was requesting for things that he can enter a covenant with Abraham on. So there comes a, a kingdom mystery that sometimes God will request something for you that he has never requested from anybody in your family before. Any of your friends. So that is how come when you are working with God in this realm of kingdom mysteries, you don't discuss your spiritual inspiration with people who don't understand where you are going. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? This deep stuff. Amen? And the Bible says that when he had done all that, the vultures came because any time you begin to obey kingdom mysteries, vultures will come <coughs> at you. <coughs> Excuse me. Vultures are scavengers. Vultures don't work. A vulture never builds a nest. A vulture never has a place of rest. That is why when you watch a vulture and it is raining, a vulture is staying in the rain. I'm not talking about physic a physical vulture. But there are spiritual vultures who have nothing, who are not going anywhere, but they are still in the church. Who can influence you out of you entering a covenant with God. This year, get ready for get good stuff. And the Bible says that Abraham drove them away because they wanted to, they wanted to contaminate the covenant process. Which vulture is hanging around you for 2022? You are serving in the church. It tells you, though, I, mean, I can't serve in the church anymore. Is that the kind of offering you are sending to church? Huh? 17. Let's jump to 17 quickly. And it came to pass when the sun had went down and it was dark, and behold, there appeared a smoking oven, a burning touch that passed between those two pieces on the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham saying, to your descendants I have given this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates, the Canaanites, the Kazizites, the Cadonites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Raphim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Gigasites, and the Jebusites. When Abraham fulfilled that sacrifice, God entered a covenant with Abraham. I am not talking about God giving you the head of your enemies. No. But those days, these are people that God had promised 
Israel that he will give to them. Are you hearing me? And because he entered a covenant with him, God gave him space. So when it comes to the issue of covenant, you are talking about space. And space is connected to land. One of the signs that you have a covenant with God is that you own property. Is somebody hearing me? I want you to listen to me as a church. Oh, listen to me very carefully. The season of renting and paying rent for somebody is coming to an end in somebody's life. Because you are now going to operate by kingdom mystery. There's land. It says that I'll give you that land. And one of the things that people in the church sometimes don't understand is that in this kingdom, there are mysteries which you operate by because the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? So you see that because he entered a covenant with Abraham, he gave him land. Say, our own property. Say, our own property. Increase upon increase. Increase upon increase. Our own land. Our own real estate. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We bind every spirit of poverty from our generation. We decree and declare today in the name of Jesus that anything that causes people not to own property, not to own land in their generation, I stand as a prophet of God and I decree in the name of Jesus on this day of covenant, I command the yoke to be broken. Your grand great grandfather couldn't build her. Your grandfather couldn't build her. Your father couldn't build her. But today I decree and declare that in the name of Jesus, every land that is your portion, the Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. I decree over a young man here, a young woman here, that you are a real estate owner in 2022. Ah, the year of increase. You are a real estate owner. You will not only build a house for yourself, but you build and also give to somebody to rent. Genesis chapter 14, verse 18 to 20. Then Melchizedek, the king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. Someone say bread and wine. Now, you see covenant here. Anytime, even this is the Old, Old Testament. Bread and wine. Now, Melchizedek, if you have read Dr. Mental Autobook book on um, first fruits and all that, this is what we call a theophany of Christ in the Old Testament, an appearance of Christ. He was the high priest of the Most High God, and he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of God Most High, the possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And the Bible said, and he gave him a tithe of all. Covenant. Covenant. So here was 
Abraham, he, he went to rescue his, bra, his nephew who had left him. And when he was coming back from war, but he didn't only rescue his nephew, but he came back with a spoil. God is about to bring you back with a spoil. And the Bible says that when he met him, then he gave him bread and wine, covenant. It was the body of Christ in the Old Testament. It was a symbol of the internal covenant of the body of Christ and the blood of Christ. Then Melchizedek, the Bible said, Blessed be God of Mosai. Blessed be Abraham of God Mosai. Well, let me say something to you. The first blessing that comes is the blessing of elevation. In 2022, if you understand kingdom mysteries, you shall go up and you shall be blessed by elevation. The possessor of heaven and earth, the blessing of real estate. Every believer must come into covenant with God that God will give you real estate. I am not talking about telling people to just look for things, but it's a covenant thing. It is an illegality for you to be a Christian. You have served God for years. You don't own property. Something must break this year in somebody's life. I am not saying that go and do the wrong things. No. It's part of covenant relationship. Covenant. So don't spend your money buying shoes, buying clothes. Don't be a, shop, a shopaholic. Is somebody hearing me here? He said that the possessor of heaven and earth and blessed be God Mosai, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. The third blessing that comes out of covenant is dominion. Somebody say dominion. Yeah. Dominion. So you can be working in that office. They'll come and put something on your decks, but you come and sit there and work and nothing will happen to you. Because you are in covenant with God. It's not you just saying that you are a Christian. Please, no. What covenant do you have with God? They'll set traps for you, but because you are in covenant with God, it will not prevail. And the Bible says that he gave him a tithe of all. If you are a believer 2022 and you don't tie to God, forget about covenant relationship. And I'm not talking about tithing beyond, below what you are taking. The Bible says, give me a tithe of all. Gross. Don't look at my face like that. No, no, no. It's a relationship. You see, there are things that for me, as I get to work with God over the years, in a few years I've known the Lord, I have realized that there are things that you operate by that people struggle to get there. 
That's what I'm trying to teach this morning. I've come far by understanding kingdom mysteries. So what's the kingdom mysteries? Spiritual intelligence. So if you are, you are a Christian, you can't pay even a tithe on your gross. Even a tithe on your gross as a Christian. Which covenant do you have with God? And the Bible says here that he gave him a tithe of all. Now we thank God for corporations and companies that, can I preach this morning? We have companies that sometimes you have opportunity to take facility or a loan for a car, a house, a mortgage or something. When they are deducting your loan, they deduct it from your gross, right? So you must always remember that you pay your tithe on your gross. So you are owing a company, a mortgage company. You are owing them. You are owing maybe a land you are paying for, right? Am I speaking to somebody here? Then now you want them to all take what, and you are, if government takes its own before even he sends it to you, because he cannot trust you. Oh, government can, can, can government trust you? Can't trust you. Am I speaking to somebody here? And what happened now is that you are owing all those people and they take their money, you come and give God the net of what they have taken. Now lie. You can't do that with God. It's a covenant relationship. I am not saying this because I want money to run the church or anything. I'm talking about kingdom mysteries. I want to see open heaven members prosper I want to see them rise into place of prominence. One day I'll be there. You just tell me that, Pastor, this is what God has done for me. I'm owning a, a conglomerate of businesses because I have obeyed the Lord and the principles of the kingdom. Now, the next thing that Paul said Paul says something. Did somebody get a blessed this morning? Paul spoke and said, I went up by revelation. Some say, I went up by revelation. That's very key. You must always operate by kingdom, mysteries, and also spiritual intelligence. Now, the next, the next thing I want us to look at is godly connections. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 to 11. But we have this treasure in earthen vessel that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crash. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down but not destroyed, always carried about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the life of, G of, li the life of Christ Jesus may be manifested in our body, for we, have, who have we, for we who have lived always delivered to 
death for Christ's sake, that the life also may be manifested in our mortal body. So then, death is working in us, but life in you. Paul was talking about how he was carrying this grace in his life in eating vessels. And listen to me very carefully. Paul was one of the apostles that went through all kinds of pain and all kinds of challenge. And Paul says that we are carrying this thing in earthen vessels. For me, there's coming a, there must come a time that you connect to somebody that all these issues of persecution, forsaking, struck down, because the person had gone through it, it gives you a shortcut. I don't get what I'm saying. So, which godly connection do you have? We thank God for what happened at the AstroTurf. But I want to be very frank with you. I went to Dr. Mensah Otabel for him to pray for me for that place. To be able to host that thing. Godly connection. He has done it over the years. So it's a shortcut. So we didn't do it under stress. There was not any casualty because there was a godly connection. He had been perplexed. He had gone through things. That's why sometimes the Bible says that we carry this thing in earthen vessels. You may not like the face of Pastor Eric, but there's something he's carrying beyond his face. You may not like what somebody, but there's something the person carrying beyond what it was. When you go and buy a tin of milk, is it the thing you want or the milk inside? Yeah. So, godly connections are very important. Some say kingdom mysteries. <laughs> Paul, he said, we carry this thing because we have gone through all, so there are struggles that your father has gone through, you don't have to go through. Ah. Romans chapter 1 verse 9 to 11. Is somebody getting something somebody this morning? So in this year, be connected to the godly house God has given you. I start about Pastor Eric. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. But I'll, I'll come to that. Romans chapter 1 verse 9 to 11. For God is my witness whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son, that with a season I make mention of you in my prayers, making requests if by means now at least that I will find a way in the will of the Lord to come to you. For I long to see you that I may impact to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established that is that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith of both you and me. Paul was in prison, but he was writing to the Roman church. Because Rome was his final assignment 
to preach the gospel because Rome then was the capital, like maybe probably we'll say now, maybe the Washington of America or probably the Beijing of China. So Paul's assignment was that I needed to go. And the Bible says that, he said, I long to see you that I may impact. Can I tell you something? There comes a dimension with your kingdom mystery understanding that you need an impartation. I am not saying that I will lay hands on you every day. No. The impartation here is that you are connected to an apostolic house. And as I preach now, there's spiritual impartation. That I may impart to you. I may impart to you that you may be established. I will impart to you a spiritual gift that you may be established. So if you belong to an apostolic house like this, and for several years you are not established in what God has called you to do, it means that it is not the pastor's problem, it is you. Am I speaking something to somebody this morning? 2022, we are in for a good time. Hallelujah. He said, I will impact. I will impact. It means that sometimes, oh, no, no, no. You don't need Pastor Eric to lay hands on you. You don't need Pastor, Pastor Eric to call you and prophesy to you. I can prophesy off my head right now. Not because I'm saying that. Uh, the, the, no, no. The dimensions are there where we carry the thing in our spirit. I can trigger it right now. But the impartation is how you connect to the house. So here, you don't pay your first fruits. How are you connected? You don't come to prayer meetings. How are you connected? You are in this house, yet your heart is not connected to this house. How are you connected? That I may impart to you a spiritual gift that you may be established. Let me say something to you. I've been pastoring for a few years. But what I've seen in life is that anyone who is genuinely connected to any house, you can see the trajectory of their progress. Look, there's no shortcut anywhere. Hey! I've seen people just connected to a house. I am not here to say anything about any man of God or anything. Stop running around. Tell somebody, stop running around. And get connected. Paul, he said, I made impact, so I took my head and went to his office and knelt down. I can say this on air. When one of the things that I learned from Pastor Biodum was that, listen to me very carefully. Listen to me very carefully. Listen to me very carefully. I'm not saying this because it's my friend. Let's give a big hand clap. Yes, it was his birthday. Let's give a big hand clap. I want you to listen to me very carefully. Listen to me very carefully. He was telling us when he came here. He preached here that he noticed that in his family, owning property was very difficult, right? But when he saw that there was a property anointing on Reverend Ashimolowu, he began to connect to him. So the grace to break that curse was released. 
You can go to Achua Mountain and fast for 70 days. The person is walking around you, but just lower your head small. When you are in a battle and there are bullets flying, don't stand. You squat or you kneel down. Kneel down on your knees and connect to people. Ah. When I went to that congress with the team, I had an encounter with Rural Shimolo. There's something I have contacted from him. When they told me, I said, ah, I'll not let this pass, pass me by. Listen to me very carefully. I'm not trying to say this to promote anything. I came back. I called his pastor here. Give me his account. And some things are happening that I'm looking for, not for myself, but for Open Heavens Temple. There's a property anointing coming. If you connect well, you'll get it. So, you see, what I'm trying to let you know, it's not about, let me say this. I, I, want, you, I want to teach you. I was, I was watching, how many remember Pastor Keke? He's, he, he went to the stage with his family. There was one significant picture I saw that he was having dinner with Mike Mudok. He is a spiritual, intelligent pastor. That is a crucible of wisdom. And what I saw was that there were conversations like this. It was not normal. You see that picture, say, oh, nice. Oh, and it was impartation. How connected are you? This year, if it is a businessman who is successful, connect. If there's a spiritual man who is successful, who I am your prophet. Open heaven's temple. I am your prophet. I am not ashamed to tell you I am your prophet. I'm your shepherd. I'm your teacher. I'm your pastor. I am your apostle. I have seen God change lives of people because of connection. It's nothing about me. I'm teaching you kingdom mysteries. So I don't, I don't, listen to me very carefully. My next boss is, I'm teaching, I'm just saying, that I, I know I'm on air. I don't joke with the function of prophet I'm not on, in my life. It's my next spiritual boss. I don't joke with them. I give them the honor. I am connected to them. Listen to me very carefully. It's a spiritual mystery. It's not about you saying, oh, I'm anointed. Who told you anointed? Who? How anointed are you? How anointed are you? How, how anointed are you? How long have you fasted? Is someone speak, am I speaking to somebody, somebody here? One of the people that I respect a lot, which I never joke with, is Pastor Kujo. He was here for a wedding. He spent time with me in my office praying for me. Because it's a spiritual connection. And as I said, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone to go and do that thing. 
He said, I was praying for you the whole of Tuesday. So, how connected are you? Don't be in a church and have a little prophet in the corner somewhere. Bring salt. Bring oil. Bring candle. I can see. Who told you can see? Who told you can see? What? what? Can see what? Who can see more than your pastor? I can see. So you are in this church. You don't pay tight. You are not connected. Ah. 2022, repent and let your heart. Not because, because, I'm not talking about you giving money to church, no. I want to teach you kingdom mysteries. Paul said, I went up by revelation. It's not book. It's not what they say on social media. There are people who hate the church. There are people who doesn't want the church to prosper. And anyone who has a problem with money given to church and paying tithe because that person has a personal money problem. Anybody who fights anything about money to the church, listen to me very carefully, has a personal money problem. I was with the sound guys on, 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 on Friday. They mentioned an amount that was used to host a social event in this country. I was shivering. Six million dollars. Uh-huh. I'll mention the, the thing. And somebody in the church has a problem with somebody paying his tithe. Six million dollars for people to drink alcohol and misbehave themselves and and fornicate and commit adultery, break all the rules and do all kinds of things, then you have a problem with financing the kingdom. It's either you are on the right side or you're on the other side. Am I speaking something this morning? I have decided that 2022, I will apostolically teach this church. Sometimes when I finish preaching and you leave church, you get angry with me you will not greet me again for three days. But after seven weeks, you come back and say, Pastor, you told me wisdom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what is coming is huge. Let's align ourselves. What is coming to the body of Christ is huge. I am a young man, but what I sense coming to some of you is huge, very huge, very huge, very huge. God is about to surprise you beyond the economy of Ghana, the economy of Africa. God is about to introduce you into his kingdom economy. Manavasata. Do you know something? Like I preached on, on that night. Every system has been broken. The only way God wants to sustain his children is by his own economy. Am I speaking something this morning? So all I want to say is that, number one, understand spiritual principles. And basically, the basic covenant is your tithe. Number two, God sometimes will require, like I said, that bring me this, bring me this, 
bring me this because I want to enter a covenant with you. And this year, some of you, God is about to ask you to bring him this, bring him that, bring him this, not to Pastor Eric, but to kingdom. And he will enter a covenant with you. 